Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti, this is News Cappuccino. E non dire più quelle cose che hai detto. I was wrong. I mentioned that autumn had come and it hasn't really because it's hot today. Really hot. It's a bit cooler in the evening, so I can't really say it's still summer, but it's hot. So, as I enter the bar, I'm not looking for any hot drink or anything. I sneak in the last coffee cream. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All of the local and national newspapers are taken. Bunch of pensioners sitting around reading the newspapers. So, the only thing left is the pink Gazzetta dello Sport. The sports newspaper. There's an article in it about Formula One. I used to be quite a big fan of Formula One. I don't know why I stopped. It was kind of a Sunday afternoon thing. You'd turn on the telly and the cars would go round and round and round. And, and at times it was so boring you'd just fall asleep. Perhaps that was it. Perhaps it helped me nap. But anyway, perhaps it's having children around and things like that who would never stand for that kind of thing. I'm not 100% sure what the issue was. The younger Ferrari pilot, Leclerc, was having a moan about having had to let Vettel, the other Ferrari driver, pass. There was a whole lot of controversy about it, and I wasn't really interested. It got me thinking, though, about national anthems. What's that got to do with anything, you may ask? Well, when you get on the podium, you get the national anthem of your own country, And then you get the national anthem of the country your car is from, in the case of Ferrari, the Italian national anthem. The Italian national anthem is also called Inno di Mameli, the hymn of Mameli, after its uh, writer, Goffredo Mameli. It was originally written in 1848, during the period of the Risorgimento, the period that preceded the Italian unification. It wasn't then used after the Italian unification because it was considered a bit too republican, let's say. You'll remember that Italy was a kingdom from 1861 to 1946. It was then in 1946 that the Inno di Mameli, the current national anthem, was adopted as a temporary national anthem while waiting for a more permanent one. Well, in a great example of how things work in Italy, here we are 73 years later, still with our temporary national anthem. It must be said that meanwhile, in 2017, it was finally made a permanent national anthem, I suppose the idea being that since it had been around for about 70 years, it could be considered permanent. It's interesting for those who have a passion for history because it's full of historical references. The first verse says, Brothers of Italy, Italy has awoken. It has put on the helmet of Scipio, You will remember that Scipio Africanus was the Roman consul who finally was able to defeat Hannibal. Where is victory? May she bow to Italy. For God has made it, i.e. victory, a slave to Rome. That means that Rome always has to win. And Italy, having Rome as its capital, should also always win. Then the chorus invites everyone to get together in cohorts and to be ready to die for Italy. Fun, fun, fun. Then the second verse. 
We have been downtrodden and ridiculed for centuries because we are not one people, because we are divided. And may a single flag bring us together. The hope to become one. The hour has come. Then the third verse is all nice and lovey-dovey. Let's come together. Let's love each other. Union and love. Show people the way to the Lord. Let us swear to make Italian soil free, united by God. Who could beat us? The fourth stanza is where we have some very precise historical references. So, from the Alps to Sicily, everywhere is Legnano. If you've been listening to the regular A History of Italy podcast, you'll know all about the Battle of Lignano between Holy Roman Emperor Frederick Barbarossa and the Lombard League. Then, every man has the heart and hand of Ferruccio. That obviously doesn't mean we all divided up bits of a guy called Ferruccio, but that we all have a heart as brave as his and a hand as strong as his. Ferruccio was a military leader who defended Florence against Emperor Charles V in 1530. You'll see here that the examples taken are very, very recent examples. Then, the children of Italy are all called Balilla, and every bell has rung for the Vespers. Now, the Balilla business is interesting because a guy named Balilla was the one who started up a rebellion against the Austrians in Genoa in the mid-18th century. Now, that verse was probably the inspiration for Benito Mussolini's Balilla fascist youth. So, during the fascist period, all the children up to 18 were to be part of the fascist youth movement called Balilla. So, it doesn't have the best memories attached to it, really. The Vespers, instead, were a Sicilian rebellion, this time not against the Austrians, but against the Angevins in the late 13th century. So, once again, very, very recent examples. But the important thing is they were all examples of Italians rebelling against a foreign power. That's also because, unfortunately, most of the time during Italian history, we were fighting against each other. So, the Florentines may have defended themselves against the Charles V, but they also spent a whole load of time beating the crap out of the Pisans and vice versa. The fifth stanza is where we start to openly insult other countries. So, first of all, we start by saying that the hired swords of the Austrian Empire are like harmless sticks, and that the eagle of Austria... And the name Austria is actually mentioned in the text. The eagle of Austria has lost its feathers. Then it goes on to compare the Italians to the Polish, who were also being downtrodden by the Austrians in the same time period, i.e. the mid-19th century, by saying that the blood of Italy and the blood of Poland, drunk by the Kozak, i.e. the Russians, and by the Austrians, is not sitting well inside their tummy. It's burning their heart from within. And finally, the last stanza goes back to repeat the first, saying that Italy has awoken, 
put on the helmet of Scipio and is ready for a big fight. By the way, I've pronounced it Scipio, as I heard from Mike Duncan and other history podcasts, whereas in Italian it would be Scipio, abbreviation of Scipione. Having heard what the Italian national anthem is all about, you might say that those are pretty tough words for a country that doesn't really have the most glorious military history. The unity of Italy came about mostly thanks to the intervention of the French. We were, I suppose you could say, on the right side of the First World War, but it was a bit of a disaster. Between the wars there was a bit of ridiculous empire building at the expense of basically defenseless Ethiopians who were massacred on a large scale. We can't really say much at all about the Second World War, definitely on the wrong side there, until the end, I suppose, we sort of got something back with the resistance. Since then, nothing. But I wonder, is it better to be proud of a culture with great military history, memorable battles, heroic generals, or to be part of a culture that has different priorities, friends, families, making the best of the time you spend on this world? maybe with a good glass of wine, around the table on the Sunday, with the ones you love. I'm not sure myself. I'll leave the choice up to you.
Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.